0: I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big. I feel like
1: pop. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in.
0: Hello, it's Stephanie. Hey, hey, hey. It is Ty, his child all the while. You are now listening into Inside Beauty Inspires, where we motivate, encourage, and inspire through biblical. Principals, Listen, I want to give a shout out to Dejanique. Um Beautiful event this week. We It was a um, All Things Possible brunch. Had an amazing time. Why can't I see you in your dance ministry? You're doing your thing. So just shout out to the ladies of ISI. I want to talk about being called today, Ty. You know, last week you talked about being called at an early
1: age. Yes, <laughs> being called and in- not being sure that I was qualified to answer the call. Right, 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 right. And um, really, in my mind, you know, overthinking, um, because I've been doing that from an early age too, um, just consistently disqualifying myself from the call um, because I didn't feel like I was good enough. You know, I wasn't pious enough. I wasn't godly enough. I didn't know enough scripture. I wasn't religious enough. You know, I just wasn't anything enough. Certainly wasn't patient enough. (laughs) You know, so it was me just consistently um being on the run until I began to understand, you know that he doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. Amen. But Amen. that um really it is is a consistent journey for me. Absolutely. Um you know, it it's one that I'm still, you know, in the midst of, you know, having a calling and um knowing that I have a purpose and, and, you know, wanting to walk into that purpose. But then that paralyzing fear we can sometimes have of, you know, what if I don't get it right?
0: Mm, I think that's um, something that we all question in this ministry or in ministry altogether, because you see different aspects of it, you know. Um, And I think that a lot of times when we look at it from the world's view of viewpoint, we start to try to check off, like check, make a checklist of, well, do yes. I have this? I have that, I have this, I have that. But, you know, one thing that I thought was pretty fascinating is um, Jesus, you know, when he came on the scene and, you know, they're talking about it throughout Matthew and he's getting all of his disciples, you know, I'm reminded of uh, Matthew chapter nine and I believe the verse is nine. I want to read that um, here for a minute here, Ty. It says, let me see here, I pulled it up here. It says, But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Um, When I thought about that, Ty, I wanted to know exactly what are tax collectors, because, you know, in the Bible, they refer to them, you know, as beneath them. Like the Pharisees always, when they talked about tax collectors, it it was not in a positive aspect.
1: Well, it's because um, of how they did their job, and a lot of them, you know, were dirty. You know, they took extra just because, and you know, they were able to live a certain level because they were taking, you know, from the Israelites.
0: Mm, wow, that's exactly. And you think about that too. But here comes Jesus, this man that's performing miracle signs and wonders, and he invites Matthew to follow him. Not only does he invite Matthew to follow him, he then uh, Matthew invites Jesus to his to his house and that's where his you know he's gathering around his friends well he has other tax collectors and sinners um
1: that's what i loved about it it, it didn't just say just the tax, tax right, collectors right. and other sinners
0: and other cuz i mean cause think about it we all the bible says we all fall short of the glory of god we do you know? and there's no one sin greater than one. the other that's
1: what people need to remember
0: it's it's well it's important it's very important and i think that jesus illustrates this through this um, in in the word of God, you know, it's like the people that he surrounded himself around wasn't your typical people. And the Pharisees did have a problem with this because they didn't understand. But I love the response that Jesus had, you know, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. And you got to think about it this way. He came in to save the world, not to condemn the world, but you have the Pharisees on the scene, scene condemning the world. And these are people that can't do They Well, you know, I'm not going to say they can't do, they had a choice in the matter, but Jesus chose to look past their faults and look into their hearts and the change happened from the inside out. So that was a celebration.
1: That's um, like a lot of the world that we live in now, you know, you have the haves and the have nots um, and you have people, you know, believe it or not that have gone through things that have mm-hmm. um, an amazing testimony if they will be willing to be real enough to share it. But once they, you know, reach a certain level um, of fame, a certain level of wealth, um, even a so- certain social status, you know, then they begin to become like Pharisees, you know, mm-hmm. um, wise in their own eyes and so pious that You feel like you're better than because you have more or because you feel like you know more. Mm -hmm. You have more wisdom. So therefore, I'm better than you. So therefore, you know, I can't spend my time among you. I want to be around people who are like me or better. Like we still struggle with those types of things today. And that's why um, Christianity suffers. Yes. Because the very people who have the wisdom and who have the means to help are the ones who will turn up their nose and shut their door. Like it just, ah, the young man, um, who got shot in the head, for ringing the wrong doorbell. Girl, oh my gosh. I mean, wrap your mind around the fact that this young man had to go to not one, not two, but three houses. First of all, the fact that he even survived being shot in the head twice is mm. a miracle. Wow, that is right. God is still on the throne. Amen. He's a true and living God and he's still in the miracle working business. That's Amen. One. But the fact that three Wow. He had to go to three different ones before anybody was willing to help him, and that's so amazing to me because we have we've become so desensitized. You know, if it's not about us and ours, mm. you know, um, then it really doesn't matter. We become deaf, dumb, and blind to the suffering of our fellow man, and that's totally counterproductive to what Jesus came here for. Yes, and the what I do love that he said, you know. Um, it's not um, healthy people that need a doctor. Sick people do. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. You have to go out among those who you need to help. You can't shun them. You can't, you know, sit in your own bubble. It, what did it say when we talked about faith without works is dead? Right. You can't go, and well, you can, but it's a sin if you're going and you're praying for their hunger to be fulfilled when, you know, you could have stopped oh. and gotten them a meal. It's a real thing. You you see them every day. Same spot. It's a real thing. You know, um, those things are real. And that's what I love about Jesus. He is so real. He was among the everyman. You know, he, he was among the lepers. You know, he was out there casting out demons. And people were calling against him for it because they, he wasn't walking the way that they would walk. Right. He wasn't doing it the way that they thought that he should do it. People are always judging. Man, listen, it's a real thing and you gotta think about
0: Jesus coming on the scene with these tax collectors um and, and performing signs, miracles and wonders. I mean it did make the uh, Pharisees look at themselves and, and you would cause it would cause you to look at yourself when someone like Jesus comes on the scene and he's he's engaging with people that you think that are beneath you. But that's the world that we live in, you know. I've I've heard I've heard it said so many times that, you know, if Jesus came to your door today would you really let him in? You know, does his credentials, will his credentials match what you, you you require, your requirements? The reason why I love him so much, Ty, is because he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And a lot of times we don't even love ourselves enough to love our people, the people that are right beside us. Who is your neighbor? So anyone that you see that is in trouble or in need, that, you know, that was a prime example of, you know, that story in the um, Bible that we read last week where, you know, you know, one of the men, the, men had, the man had got robbed and they was left there. Two people passed by. They were priests and a um, Levite. A, mm-hmm. uh, what is that? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, a Levite. A Levite and you know both of them passed straight by him, but then here comes a man, just a regular man hey good the Samaritan. good Samaritan yeah let me let me go over and take care of him does it take why does it take that much why does it why does it why does it have to be like that for people
1: to wake up and see what's real and what's not? because people become religious um that was the whole thing that was happening um in Matthew chapter nine, you know, and they didn't just question him about the company that he kept, they questioned him about the way that he did things. why are you not fasting yeah. You know, and that's what we do. And what did he say? You know, while the bridegroom is still here, do you mourn? You right. mourn yeah. once he's taken away. It's a celebration, baby. <laughs> right. You know, but <laughs> yes. that right there, he was illustrating that departure from the Old Testament and moving into the new way of doing things. He also illustrated that by letting them know that you don't put new wine into old wine skins. Right. Now, if you know the um, kind of science behind it, you wouldn't do that because seams would burst. Yeah. You know, because um, the gases of the fermentation that's going on. Um but that's also a metaphor you can't become brand new in christ and still want to do things the same old way that you've always done them yes yes that's the thing you have and we we touched on that last week when there is conviction there has to be a conversion what does it mean to convert change your mind to change, yeah. you know, to become a new form, to transform, be transformed by the when renewing you, of your mind and your heart. And you have to be able to do that. And what I love about Jesus, he was walking it out and, and he was, he was bold, you know, about it. Um, but then it goes deeper than that when he starts performing all of the miracles. And and this is a part of chapter nine that, you know, has really been resounding with me lately, He performed several miracles. You know, he drove out um, the demons um, and, you know, cast them into the swine. And then they ran over the cliff and they drowned themselves um, in the water. He made the blind man able to have sight. The woman with the issue of blood came and she touched the hem of his garment. And then the daughter got healed, but not before, you know, he put out the unbelievers. Right. Each of those were instances of him healing on a faith level yes meeting us on our faith level and we talked about that before how the woman with the issue of blood said that if only she could touch the hem of his garment this affliction that she's had for 12 years would be healed and it was so the man who asked for his servant to be healed he asked um jesus asked him well you know should i come to your home and no no just speak a word no just just speak speak a word and he did and it was done
0: we sleep on God. We sleep on the Word of God. We sleep on Christ, you know, and it's because of a relationship as well and your belief. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that Jesus did was unbelievable. You know, it didn't make sense. Miracles, signs, and wonders. When you think about wonders, how so? Like how you you want to you want to know how this happened when it happened? But Jesus was supernatural. You know, he had the truth. He was God in flesh form, and so you know, it was one thing they couldn't wrap their minds around. This man, who is this man with all the all the power in his hands? They even questioned, they questioned everything that he did. They yes. questioned everything that he did. Because we all always want to
1: understand with our own mind. Right, you right. You know, but his ways aren't our ways, his thoughts aren't our thoughts. You know, that's why I told you my favorite scripture scripture is trusting the Lord with all thine heart. Lean yes. not on thine own yes. understanding. Because when we get to trying to understand it ourselves, when we get ready to try to break it down ourselves, oh, here comes the enemy. Well, you already know
0: he <laughs> comes immediately when a word goes forth. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. And he, you know, he doesn't care about. He cares about our future. You know about our destiny, not not where we are today. You know, if he can stop us where we are today to get from where we're supposed right. to be, then he's going to throw all kinds of things out there. But it's imperative that we trust in God. You know, in this in the story, I see also. You know, I'm looking at the camera, the commentary, and it says, when the Pharisees saw this, they were appalled. They couldn't conceive or. or or understand the religious Jews socializing and eating with the tax collectors and sinners. Mm -hmm. They were resentful that Jesus would be, um, you know, enjoying them with the enemy. Tragically, like the Pharisees, many modern believers turn all their focus inwards, towards Christian clubs and forget the reason Jesus came up to earth to invite new members into the family. Yes, It's imperative. You know, we're reach one. What is it? Um, reach one, teach Each one. Each one, reach one. Yes. Each one, teach one. Yes. You know, it's important for us to spread the news. And this task collector was doing, doing just that. You know, they were they they were thankful. They were grateful that he called. And that's a privilege to be and an honor to be called by the Lord, even though it comes with trials and tribulations. It does come with, You know, a course of action with the enemy is—there's a bull out. I mean, there's a target, and he's going to come after you relentlessly, but it's already won. The battle is already won. You have to let Jesus lead you, guide you. He will show you the answers. He will show you the way. But the Pharisees, the spirit—the Pharisee spirit is still here today.
1: We are supposed to be in but not of the world, and that's what he was illustrating there. You know, um, he came— so that there would be a change, he came um basically to set the cap set the captives the free. free, yeah, you know he came so that we might um have salvation, and that's just every time I think about that, that's just so deep, but further than that, he continued to illustrate what our walk should resemble yeah,
0: absolutely, you
1: know, we should be out among the sinners, we should be out among the suffering you know, what we are meant to do is to be fishers of men. Yes, yes, yes. We're supposed to be drawing people onto him, drawing people onto the word of Christ. And let's, um, so you talked about trust. I wanted to touch on that as well because you said it's all about relationship. It is all about relationship. And you have to think about how a relationship is built, you know, um, because a lot um, of us were, amen, fifth marriage, (laughs) Hey, on time for the married folk
0: and the engaged. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we are. Shout out to you, married and engaged.
1: But, you know, um, those of us um, who were single for a time chose to be single because, you know, people come and, and they sell dreams and you're like, ain't no way, you know, you just gonna be with me and only me. Ain't no way. Because, you know, we carry around um, stones, you know, from yeah. our previous circumstances, um, things that we've experienced. But when we allow ourselves to be open, to what the possibility could be, a.k.a. hope, when we allow ourselves to be open and then we start to spend that time, the time that you spend is going to edify that foundation that allows you to trust. Amen. And that's where you have to get. You have to be able to know that you know that you know that he is who he says that he is that he is there in the midst of trouble, that he will part the sea so you can walk right through it. Yes. He will do that.
0: You're right. And, you know, it can be scary. You know, it can be scary. I've had a call on my life for a minute here. And, you know, when God said, Stephanie, it's time. I'm like, wait, hold on. Let me make sure that I'm ready. make sure I'm ready. But when he says it's time, it's time. And you walk that thing out. But like you said, you have to have confidence. You have to have bold. You have to know like you know that he's on your side. And we have countless of, of things that have happened in our past where we knew that when well, nobody did that but God, nobody came through for us but God. So trust and belief is essential in the walk and the call because, you know, if we're supposed to be the example, how can you tell somebody about them if you've never experienced them? How can you tell somebody about what He'll do for you if you've never walked in those shoes? You know, you have to walk those things out. And, you know, when you're falling in love with Jesus, It is the best thing that I've ever done. It's all that I, you know, I love him. I love the way that he moves. I love the way that he sees other people. You know, he's not all about himself. He wasn't selfish. He wasn't self-righteous. He was about everyone. And, you know, if you get to know him for yourself, you'll understand it. And yes, we all fall short of the glory of God. There's not one person that's perfect. He was the perfect uh, sacrifice for us all. And so, you know, to believe in him is to have a hope and to have a future. To believe in him is to see yourself the way God truly does see you. You know, when he's calling your name, we're all, to meet. we're all called. but We all have different offices. We all have different things that we're supposed to be doing. But the main thing, just like you just said, we're supposed to be fisher of men. How do we do that? By the Word of God. How do we do that? The Word of God, by being the Word of God. We can't just read it. We have to actually be it. And that's
1: become the change that you want to see. You have to be a walking illustration of that. You know, people are supposed to understand, you know, I've said it before, a lot of people can tell, you know, where you're from, like by your accent or by the flag that you wear on your shirt. But as citizens of the kingdom, we show who we are by how we Talk to people Amen How we react Or how we don't react In certain situations is supposed to be All about love All things in love Amen um, You know We're not supposed to have Hardened hearts Now that's not saying That we don't have emotion Because we're human We're right. going to have emotion But part of the fruit of The spirit Is having that patience Having that virtue Having that self-control yes. To be able To illustrate The change That we want to see In society You know Overall to have the ability to love one another as we love ourselves. What I um, also wanted to touch on. So we were talking about being called in, um, you know, you are called teacher. Yeah. Um, you know, you started a call a few years ago that has just continued to grow and has touched the lives of many um, not just from the women who are on the call and who have been on the call, but the people who are attached to them from the things that they've learned. But for a while, you know, you've kind of hung out and and stayed in the background, you know, um, for that very reason, because, you know, you don't want, you know, people calling out and, and wondering, you know, like, how can it be her? It can't be her. And then people wanting to rip you apart and um, judge you. But here in Matthew chapter 9, When Jesus went out to the crowds of people, what he said is, in verse 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. 37, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Verse 38, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So... Yay <laughs> to you for answering the call because we are harassed and we are helpless. I mean, you know the stories. Um, each of us has stories. Some of us share, some of us don't, but all of us are there for um, one another because iron does sharpen iron. And you've had the calling for a while and, and and you've known, you know, he's been calling your name. You know, he's been pulling at you um, for a while and now he's just to the... Boom It's like You know Kind of like That little girl You know You have that stage mom And the little girl You know Her mom's been Grooving her For this performance You know Her whole life And she's ready For her to get out there. But the little girl Is shy And you know She can do it But she's afraid Of what everybody's Going to say Are they going to laugh Are they going to cheer And then the mom Just like Boom And then boom The spotlight's on And then you're there Yeah. That's where we are. Talk to us about the Church of Light. Oh, my goodness, Todd. Thanks. I wasn't
0: wasn't ready. That's See, that's what she Um. always says. I wasn't ready.
1: But where you are weak, he is strong. strong.
0: You're right. You're right. He is
1: strong. There is already provision. There is already a prepared place for your work, for the work for which you have been purposed.
0: Amen, amen. Um, that was a perfect <laughs> introduction because I really do like being behind the scenes. I really am okay without being in the front. But when God calls your name, you're like, okay, um, are you going to stand beside me as I do this? And he did, he called my name. You know, Shout out to Prophetess Debra. Um, she's out of Atlanta. She's from Nigeria. And I met her about four years ago. And she talked to me about, the light. She's a, she's a prophetess, and, mm-hmm. you know, she talked to me about God wanting to use me about four years ago, recorded it and everything, and, you know, I was right there with her, you know, because I started a prayer call about five years, and so, you know, when she said, yeah, God has a calling, you know, He has an office for you, and, you know, we've been just building upon this, building upon this, but then the call came, you know, she she's like, are you ready? And I said, you know, I am, I, I am, you know, um, being that I've been doing this prayer call for five years and getting to know God and, him just downloading things into me, I'm ready to receive the call that he's asking me to. And she wants to do it out loud in front of everybody. That's right. You know, um, and do it I've always, bold, <laughs> do it out
1: loud, do it right now, do it right. afraid.
0: And my friend, I think, you know, my friends, my, my sisters, you know, you guys are motivating me to just step out there, you know. And, and honestly, I've seen it. You know, I've talked to you about visions that I've seen that God mm-hmm. has allowed me to see. And I didn't know how. He was going to do this, but
1: you don't ever know how um, that's the fun part. Yeah, he, he's doing
0: it, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to I want to invite you guys out to um, the church that I'm starting. Um, it's the Branch of Light of God Pentecostal CNS Church. And, um, you know, we're going to be known as the Iron Sharpens Iron. Um, on 1809 Lawrence Road in Greenville, South Carolina, where services start at 11 o'clock a.m., Listen, it's a prophetic ministry, and, um, you know, Prophetess Deborah, she's a real one. She's one that came straight from God. I remember praying to and asking God to send someone to me um, that can tell me about the gift that I carry, because I just didn't understand it. I would know things. I could feel things, and I just wanted to know more. And, you know, four years ago, I met Prophetess Deborah, and she's been in my life the whole entire time, just kind of growing me into this when, with me studying the Word, but— you know, it all went down last weekend, and when she spoke, she spoke about Moses. She spoke about how Moses was called. You know, he, was, you know, he didn't feel qualified, mm-hmm. but he went, and he stood, the, he stood up boldly. So here I am. I'm standing up bold to let people see that I have been called by God to Absolutely. spread the word.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, those of us who are connected, you know, already know. We've already seen. Um, You know, I've, I've given bits and pieces um, of my testimony many times about my time on the call and, um, there's more, you know, testimony to come That, you know, um, yes, there, there there's, you know A miracle manifesting right now Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus And it's because of you Just being that light You know, I talk about all the time Like, okay, so somebody lights your light And then you light somebody's And then you light somebody's And then the next thing, you know We have the world a glow You hey, know, then yeah. we got it lit up We on fire hey, That's lips. why you say we come in, in hot Because that's what it's all about Continuing to light the fire For the next generation Helping people to understand It doesn't matter What you've been through It doesn't matter What people call you The only thing that matters Is what he calls you What he qualifies you for And he will make it happen And guess what What? When he says it it ain't nobody that can stop it Can stand in the way Can undo it They can't do nothing Other than sit back And watch (laughs) it happen And you can either be glad Or you can be mad But either way It's all up
0: listen It is
1: all up, and how did it happen? Putting him first, trusting him in the midst of. I love the story in Matthew when it talks about the disciples being with him, and and there was a storm, and um he's on the boat and he's sleeping, and they're all afraid. I'm like, oh no, you know, of course, you know, you'd be afraid on a boat in the middle of storm, too, in the middle
0: of storm, you know. But
1: Jesus, Jesus. he was like, man, what what are y'all okay? What's the problem? They're like, wow, who is this man that he can calm even the the winds just with his hands? And what did he say? You be still peace, be still, be still and know. Yes. That he is who he says that he is. What is that? The great I am. He has many, many names. Whatever you call on him to be, he is. But you have to trust and believe that he is. You have to be faithful in spite of the wind, in spite of the rain, in spite of the waves that are threatening to turn over your boat. Sleep and be still knowing that you are with Jesus Mm -hmm. and there's nothing impossible with him. Yes,
0: God. Yes. And you know, what's coming to me right now is, you know, um, he said he'll never put those to shame with trust in him.
1: Yes, he did. No,
0: he'll never put those to shame to trust in him. One thing that I can honestly say is since I've been on this journey, just getting to know God more and more, there's nothing like him. There's nothing like him. You feel fulfilled. You feel full, you know, you're eating a scroll and when you're eating a scroll, it is doing something on the inside of you that you can't even explain. You know, it grows you up, it matures you, it has you thinking things differently, it has you seeing things differently differently. When you're connected to the plug, you know, I'm reminded of the song when Jesus said, yes, nobody can say no. And you were just Amen. like, okay, nobody say, I was like, yeah, when Amen. Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. So when God is for you, it doesn't matter who's against you. It's going to happen. And it's all in his timing. It's all you in God his timing. You got to shift
1: your focus. Seek you first the kingdom of yes, God, God and all things will follow.
0: And be added to you. It's, it's, it's easy just like that. See getting up early, seeking his face, putting God first, watch him work in your life. It's not up to you. It's up to him, and he will f- supply all of your needs.
1: Meet you on your faith level. Peace. Coming in
0: Coming in